So if you're looking for those more eyeballs on your brand, you know that you can go further faster if you can connect and collaborate with other aligned business owners or businesses that you potentially share ideal clients, then that is going to be like a really, really powerful strategy for you. Hey, visionaries, I'm going to try this intro again. I pressed record and then my throat kind of gargled and I was like, oh, they don't want to hear that. Wow. Welcome back to the podcast. You know, I'm very honest with you here and we're going to sit down and have a quick little intro and then get into today's awesome, awesome episode. So first off, I want to ask you, have you ever done a podcast swap before or a blog swap or a newsletter swap? Basically where you and another entrepreneur who have similar goals, or maybe you have shared audiences or Maybe you kind of have complementary audiences. You each contribute content to one another's platform. So this is exactly what Danielle and I did. So who is Danielle? Danielle is the founder of the Business Babes Collective. You're probably following them on Instagram. You might have gone out to one of their events if you live in Canada, especially if you live on the West Coast. But basically, she is the curator of an amazing mastermind and an expert on strategic partnerships and collaborations. So this is an important conversation because one of the things that often I see ignored when business owners are getting their feet wet and taking their business from zero to 100K is that they think they have to do everything themselves. But the truth is you should not be relying on you and only you to get your message out there. There are other people out there, other entrepreneurs who have audiences that are built up already. And by doing strategic partnerships, collaborations, and relationship building, you can get your message in front of these people. It's so awesome. So Danielle and I are going to talk about this today, uh, but also we're going to dive into how Danielle started this incredible business empire. She's downright awesome. She's authentic. She's a driven Canadian entrepreneur that you need to know about. And in this episode, we're going to chat about why joining a mastermind is great, how you can leverage strategic connections and partnerships to build momentum, and we also get into how she balances career and motherhood as a new mama. Um, but before I go, why don't we just uh, also connect on a few other things? You're going to love this episode, but let me give you an update. So September is coming to a close. It's officially bachelor's season. Bachelor? Bachelorette. <laughs> um, I am not normally a reality TV gal, but in the winter, I always download a season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette and start binging it. So I know the weather is turning when I get into bed and start watching The Bachelor and I launch a new season. So if you're watching Gabby and Rachel's season, hit me up. I'm only on episode two and I'm already addicted. <laughs> um, but also September brings with it this massive momentum. And I want to say a massive welcome to our newest visionaries. We had so many people join the visionary method in September, uh, both inside of our 90 day accelerator and with private coaching. So welcome to Xenia. Welcome to Brian. Welcome to Emily. Welcome to Kara. Welcome to Charlotte. Welcome to Bushra. Welcome Welcome to Teresa, Wayne, Natasha, and Sarah. Holy moly. I'm looking at these names and my heart is thumping because I am obsessed with all of these people's business, 
business is, their goals, uh, and where we're going together with me as their business and marketing coach. So gosh, I feel very lucky to have dream clients. And I just wanted to say a big shout out and welcome to our newest peeps. Um, and finally, thank you for helping us crack the top 50 charts for Canadian entrepreneurship. If you're not already subscribed to Visionary Life, we're a free podcast. I mean, all podcasts are pretty much free, but uh, please subscribe, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and tag myself and Danielle. Um, but yeah, I just really appreciate your listens and downloads and your support. Uh, so yeah, if you want to connect with Danielle, cause you love this episode, I mean, you haven't listened yet. So if you love the episode, you can find her at Business Babes Co. That's the company. And if you want to connect with Danielle personally, you can go to Danny Living Life, D-A-N-I Living Life. So she's a fun follow because she's very just an energizing follow, I would say. You know how there's some accounts that kind of make you feel crappy. She's just super real, super authentic, and I vibed with her right away. And I hope that I can go to the West Coast and meet her in person. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Let's get into this episode with Danielle, the founder of Business Babes Co., and I will see you guys soon. Danielle, welcome to the Visionary Life Podcast. I'm so excited to sit down and chat. We actually just recorded an episode for your podcast, and now we're doing a swap. And this was your idea, and I love it so much. So where did you get the idea to start doing these podcast swaps, and why is this something you wanted to devote time and energy to? Yeah, such a great question. So I have been running my business now for almost the business that I run right now. I've been running for about almost eight years now and really like collaborations and partnering with other entrepreneurs and other people have been kind of the foundation of how we grew our community. So it started off with hosting these little pop-up events, which turned into kind of conference style events. Um, We then went on to launch different chapters of our community to different cities around the uh, around uh, North America. And so that has all really happened because of the power of collaborations and working with others. And so when it came to obviously us having to pivot our business when, when COVID hit, because we were all events-based and oh. <laughs> when COVID hit, it was like, cool, awesome. 80% of our revenue gone overnight. That's, that's exciting. And so we really had to restructure and rethink of, okay, how are we going to still one serve our community in a really positive, impactful way, but also like keep our business running and support, like support myself, support our team, all those things. And so really it came down to, okay, we have to pivot online and we're, we're now going to be more of a virtual community. But for me, like those connections and collaborations and working with others has always been at the forefront. And so when I launched the podcast, it was really to be able to have some of the conversations that we were having at our events virtually. And so that has been like a really cool way where I've gotten to do that. And it has expanded so much more than just being in person because now we can connect with people, you know, across the country, in other countries. And so it's just been really exciting to, to do that. And for me, I so believe in the power of collaborating with others. And I have had this mindset since basically the beginning of my business as I don't really see other people as my competition. I just see how can we potentially work together and support one another to 
make sure that we can both get value out of the, out of the conversation. And, and that has really opened me up to so many more opportunities, um, that I'm super grateful for. So Mm -hmm. in a nutshell, that's what I love about (laughs) collaborating, working with others. I love it. And it's fun because you seem to be naturally talented and gifted at this, but I'm also certain that you put a lot of energy and intention to it. So for somebody who's listening, who maybe doesn't feel naturally inclined to facilitate collaborations or to reach out to be on a podcast, like they're kind of waiting for everybody to come to them. What advice would you give them to embody more of that energy that you have of just reach out and like, this is how you grow your community. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, I mean, when I go back to the beginnings of building the community, um, in my local city, which is Vancouver, Canada, I remember thinking, okay, if I'm going to start to build up this community of entrepreneurial women, I want to connect with the people that I personally admire and just have a conversation. And so it really started with like asking people if I could buy them coffee and it, it definitely was totally nerve wracking. Like I did not have anything to show for anything. I basically had this idea of what I wanted to create as it sort of started to evolve. And so I would ask, you know, some people to go for coffee. Some people would say yes. Some people would say no. And some people would just ignore me and that was fine. And so it was just started having these conversations. And what I realized was like so many other people, so many other entrepreneurs, even the people that I really, really looked up to. And I thought, man, they have it all figured out. They also felt lonely and disconnected and they wanted that connection piece. And so for me, it was like, okay, so even though I might not feel like I have maybe the audience, um, the experience or anything like that, but what I can provide for them and the value that I think that I can create is bringing these people together. Mm-hmm. And so that was really like community has always been super important to me ever since I was young. And, you know, when I was in university, I was volunteering for the business association and, you know, hosting these charity events and these different things. And I loved the energy that was in the room when we would host events. And so I realized, you know, pretty early on that that was something that I wanted to be a part of my career or a potential business in the future, but I didn't know what that looked like. And so that's kind of how it started was just doing it scared basically and asking people. And the biggest thing that I always say to people is just know that you will get no's and you will get rejected because all people always say to me, well, I'm scared of rejection. It's like, yeah, so am I. I think we all are like, we, we don't like rejection. I have never heard someone say, I love being rejected. Like that's my favorite thing ever, but just know that that, that is a part of it. But the cool thing is, is that the more you put yourself out there and the more you pitch yourself or ask for things or, or pitch these collaborations, and we can talk about like a strategic way to do this in a minute, but just know that you're going to get no's. But the beautiful thing is that you'll also get yeses. And that is super exciting because you'll get a yes that you would have never gotten if you, if you never asked. And so that's really what I have tried to remind myself when I'm really scared of pitching something or doing something. It's like, 
what is the absolute worst that could happen? They don't respond to my email. They, I don't know, block. I've, ne- I've never had someone block me on social media or block me on anything. So it's like, that has never happened. I think it's probably because the way I go about it, but um, so someone could potentially block you. Sure. Or just say no. And it's like, if you can actually get over that and be like, that's actually not that bad, mm-hmm. then you can push through those fears and, and have the confidence to do it. As a business owner, your first priority needs to be your health. After all, your body is your vessel to bring your dreams into reality. And without your health, nothing else matters. So in addition to eating lots of fruits and veggies and whole foods, I'm also a big fan of topping up my diet with superfoods like Brazil nuts and cashews. I take high quality supplements like fish oil and lion's mane, and I use natural self-care products that aren't harmful to my health. And that's where Healthy Planet comes in and is a huge support. Healthy Planet is my go-to spot for all things health and fitness and wellness. I love that they have everything I need in one place, from natural beauty to supplements to organic whole foods. Plus, their prices are unbeatable. I know I'm getting the best possible deals on everything that I need. So Healthy Planet is more than just a health food store. It's really a one-stop shop for everything you need. And I want to pass on a discount code from Healthy Planet Canada. So use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout on any online order and have everything shipped straight to your doorstep. So again, head to healthyplanetcanada.com and use the code VISIONARY2022 at checkout to save 10% on any online order over $50. I love that. And you're right. Like just because you get a few failures, you can't let that get you down because you are going to have a lot of people who say yes. And that can kind of boost you back up again. And it's almost like adopting that stoic mentality where you don't get too high, high, you don't get too low, low. So no matter what happens, you just remain cool and calm, which is easier said than done. But I think it's important to realize that rejection is part of any entrepreneur's journey, right? I don't think any of us slide uh, through our entrepreneurial journeys without getting no's, without hearing that you're not going to make it or without never getting responses from people that we reach out to. And it kind of like hurts a bit, but at the same token, you're going to get yeses that boost you back up again. So it's a great reminder. Totally, totally. And I think the big thing is too, like what I suggest is figuring out like when people ask me like, okay, well, how do I go about, you know, collaborations or, you know, I don't even know where to start. And so what I always suggest is, figure out, first of all, what is your goal? Because I think a lot of people, they think, oh, I would love to partner with this brand or this business or maybe this person, but they don't really even know what they want out of it. Yeah. And so what I find happens a lot is they're like, okay, like, great. I'm going to hear no. So that's totally fine. So then they just start pitching people to collaborate, but it's very, very vague. And it doesn't actually, there's not like a clear ask. And there's also not a clear, what is the benefit on both sides? And so I think that's when it really breaks down of the other person on the other end is potentially nervous because all of a sudden they're getting pitched for something that they're not really clear on what that person is asking them. And so a lot of the times they either won't respond or they'll say an immediate no, because 
they don't really know what's being expected um, from them. And they're also not really sure what's the benefit for them on their end. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I would start is figure out like, what is the, what is your goal? And what do you want to do with the collaborations? And is it more for exposure? Is it more for like actual sales for your products? What is, what is the goal here? And then we can start talking about an actual strategy for that. And in preparing for this podcast, I actually went back to the email that you sent me because I get a lot of podcast pitches and I don't look at them. Like they are so bad. (laughs) And they're really bad. We get a lot too. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) It's like, can we make a folder of what not to do? Because honestly, I don't pay attention to 99% of them. But when I went back to yours, I literally dissected, why did I say yes to this? And there was so much in there. Number one, you listened to an episode or at least tuned into a snippet of it so that you could start with that. Like I listened to episode Mm -hmm. 160. You talked about this. Here's what I'm going to implement. Then you go on to say, I left you a review and here's a screenshot of it. So then you kind of like boost my ego a little bit. You show me a Mm -hmm. photo of the review you left and go figure you actually submitted it. And then (laughs) you like pitch me these beautiful podcast ideas. Like here are four topics I can go through. So just you are a master of your craft. Like this is how you get strategic partnerships and collaborations is you ask yourself, what's the value for the person I am pitching, right? Because Mm -hmm. everybody's just walking around saying, what's in it for me? What's in it for me, right? And if you just talk about yourself and how great you are, that's nice and, you know, congrats. But I love that you kind of spin it and it's like, Mm -hmm. here's what I love about your brand. Here's why I feel like I'm a good fit for your podcast. And you really communicate that there's value in it for both of us. And then you went on to say, let's do a podcast swap. So mm-hmm. I'm just in true admiration of how well this email is crafted. You should sell that template for like <laughs> 500 bucks. Well, <laughs> and I think like, I think the thing is, is that it's really important to, to realize that people have spent years and years. I always say this, people have spent years and years building up their own business, their own community. So of course they're going to be specific about who they're going to let into their space and who they're going to share that community with. And there has to be some level of trust there because, you know, you inviting me on your podcast, you have to trust that, first of all, I care about you and I care about your community. I'm not just here to like take advantage. And it also has to be a good fit. And so I say to people all the time, it's like really the hard work is actually the research. It's like, and luckily I I love research and some people really don't like it, but I actually thrive on research. I love it. And so for me, like I have a Google spreadsheet and I have so many different people, businesses, brands, um, you know, personal brands, everything that I would love to connect with and that I would love to collaborate with. And it does take a decent amount of time to do that research. But I have found so much more um, success in pitching less people, but being really, really specific of, first Mm. of all, who am I talking to? Who am I pitching? Is it even a good fit? Because a lot of times, and I'm sure you get this too, of people pitching to be on your podcast and you're like, 
but did you even research what my podcast was? Because this is definitely not a good fit. Mm -hmm. And maybe one, it's not a topic that would really resonate with my audience Two, maybe we don't even share values. Like maybe it's kind of like, oh, what you're talking about actually goes against things that I would recommend to my audience. So no, not a good fit. Um, And then three, what is the benefit for you? And so I think it's really important to keep those things in mind and pitching more people does not mean that you're going to have a higher success rate. Often it's actually the opposite. And that's what I see a lot is that people are just like, oh, I have to, it's just a numbers game and all these kind of things. And in some ways, yeah, it is a numbers game and there's going to be this conversion rate, but you can have a way higher conversion rate if you actually take the time to do the research mm-hmm. and you actually take the time to get to know that person, see if it's a good fit, connect with them potentially on either social media, making sure that, hey, if they have content, you make sure that you're actually listening to that content, watching that content, looking at that content, making sure it's aligned with you, and then being super clear in what they're asking. So again, obviously for this, it's a pot like podcast swapping. You might not have a podcast. Maybe you, your main thing is social media, or maybe you are really into like your email list. You can do an email list swap with someone, or you can have them as a guest at a virtual event. Like there's so many different ways that you can collaborate with people. That's so impactful, but mm. you want to make sure that, and, and you can open up the conversation. There's nothing wrong with that and building relationship and networking. But if you are actually pitching something specific, make sure the other person on the other end isn't really confused because often I'll get, I'll get pitched things. And, and I'm just like, I don't know what you're asking. I really yeah. am so confused on what you want from me. And so it makes me not want to respond because I'm kind of nervous about like, what am I getting myself into? Whereas if it's super clear, super concise, I know what the benefit is on my end. They're being super clear with me. They've done their research. It's so much easier to either open up that conversation or say yes. Absolutely. And it's like, when you read a pitch email, you don't want there to be work for you. It's like, yeah. The only way I'm saying yes is if this is so clearly laid out that all I have to respond is yes and then click a link to book somewhere. It's like make it that easy for the person that you're totally. pitching. So, totally. Um, now, because uh, we listening to this podcast, a lot of the listeners are marketing geeks. They're probably wondering, well, where does doing these podcast swaps actually fit into your strategy? Like, are you just looking for general awareness of the Business Babes Collective? Or does this help you to sell spots in masterminds, sell your online courses? Like, how does a podcast, especially for you, you're a top 2% podcast, how does this fit into your overall business strategy? And what results does it produce, if any, that you could share with us? Yeah. Such a good question. And that's why I go, I always go back to kind of what I talked about at the beginning of what is your goal for the collaboration? Because for me, the podcast pitching is more so like the top of the funnel, um, thing. So I'm more looking for people that resonate with me that might want to listen to my podcast and might want to become a part of our community, but it's really that, um, connection and exposure. The other thing I'll say too, is that a lot of people don't recognize that actually connecting and collaborating with people that have 
communities, like for example, Kelsey, you and I having this conversation back and forth, like we now feel like we know each other pretty well. And this is an incredible networking opportunity. And Mm. maybe in the future, I'll think of you for something, or you'll think of me for something. And so there's so many potential, um, you know, opportunities that could snowball from this one thing that we're doing Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't recognize because they're thinking about the like right now, which I, I get that. I understand like you need to make sales. You need to, to have revenue in your business. And sure, there might be kind of like we were talking about, actually, you were, you were mentioning on my podcast about how there's people that find out about you. They're like, oh my gosh, that's my person. I need what that person has. And mm-hmm. right away, they're like, okay, I'm your client. But yeah. that doesn't happen often. It's often people finding out about you. Then they're like, okay, I need to learn more. They kind of become a part of your community. They're following you for years. And then they're like, okay, now I'm ready to invest. And so it's going to be different for everyone. But I think what I see this as, as is a long-term strategy of networking connecting and more exposure really for your brand. And so if you're looking for those more eyeballs on your brand, you know that you can go further faster if you can connect and collaborate with other aligned business owners or businesses that you potentially share ideal clients, then that is going to be like a really, really powerful strategy for you is potentially pushing yourself on podcasts. If you're looking for more of like, okay, I want to, I need a cash injection in my business, for example, then maybe you're going to partner with someone who has an aligned audience and maybe you're going to host a workshop together and you're going to charge tickets for it. And maybe you both have affiliate links where you're getting, you know, you're sharing the commission, but then you're getting a higher commission if they go through your link and vice versa. Like you can do that type of collaboration that immediately results in sales. So there's so many different ways. And that's why I, I say, know the goal because if you're just trying to pitch to get on podcast in order to sell like right today, that's probably not the best option for you. You might want to try something else. (laughs) Yeah. And everything you say really resonates with me because those are the exact kind of benefits and outcomes I've had from hosting my show is that not only do the listeners maybe join my course or join, you know, the programs that I'm launching, but it's also in the connections that I'm making. And A lot of the guests that I've interviewed have hired me or I've hired them or we've done some sort of strategic partnership together. And the start of that conversation was a recording, right? So, so long as you love the meeting medium of podcasting, it's a great way to connect. And if you're not interested in using audio as the way to do that, consider the blog or consider hosting shared workshops, or there's just so many different avenues. But I think you've really planted that seed that it is a great way to stay accountable to connections, right? Because you release a podcast on a weekly or a bi-weekly basis. So it's like, well, I got to connect with a new person every single week. So it just like holds you to something and make sure you're always getting beyond your existing network. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like so much, but I think like just to kind of reiterate what we're talking about right now, just for anyone listening is having, being a guest on someone else's platform, whatever that might be, whatever medium that is, whether it's email, podcast, YouTube, social media, and then them being a guest on yours, 
like that is so incredibly valuable because the conversations that can come out of it that are so valuable for your community are yeah. amazing. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're in wellness or, or fitness, or if you're in, you know, um, if you have a product-based business, whatever that is, whatever your niche is, having conversations around that niche with other people who share that same passion and yeah. have value to share, like it is so, so valuable. And it also, I think, builds trust with your own audience because when they see you having a conversation with someone else who is very educated in what they're talking about and, you know, that connection piece, it actually helps you build deeper relationships with your own audience, if that makes sense, because they're seeing yeah. you have a conversation with someone else. And mm. so it's just, it, there's, I think of it as like this ripple effect of all these opportunities and all these benefits that come with collaborations that are so incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. And I know that one of the benefits is connecting with people who eventually join one of your courses or masterminds. And I want to drill down to masterminds in specific, because I feel like this is something you're very savvy. You obviously attend your own kind of masterminds, and then you also have a business babes mastermind. So tell us why are masterminds such an important part of your life and the growth of your business? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So I think for me, yeah, joining a mastermind was just such a pivotal, um, moment in my business journey where I realized, wow, I can have immediate connection with entrepreneurs who have experienced a lot of the things that I'm experiencing that have had similar challenges that, understand what it's like to run a business alongside your life and are, are in similar stages or maybe further ahead. And so that was such a huge, huge benefit for me. And so when I realized like, okay, this is something that my community needs, it was just so cool to be able to bring women together who all have a very clear, like, I want to expand my business to the next level. I want to scale it, but I also know the importance of not having to do it alone. And so hmm. it's really cool because a lot of organic relationships and collaborations come out of the mastermind too, where, because there's that incubator for people to talk about their challenges, to talk about um, things that are happening within their personal life, like you build trust so quickly with those people. Yeah. And so a lot of people within our mastermind have gone on to collaborate with one another and connect with one another and, and benefit each other in so many amazing ways. And that has been so, so cool. And when you think about like everyone that you know has a network of their own, of people that they know, that they like and trust. And so when you connect with one other person, like you're potentially opening yourself up to a whole new network that didn't exist for you before. And so that I think is so important to remember when we're thinking about building our businesses, because often we get kind of in our own head about, oh, the next person that I talk to needs to be like my client. And it's like, yeah. no, if you could think of that person as potentially opening you up to a whole other um, network of people, and not only that, but the education that that person has or the past experiences that they have that filter into potentially supporting you in your business. Like it's really cool because our, our 
mastermind is very diverse. Like we have product and service-based businesses in, in the group, but a lot of them also have history of potentially either working in corporate or, um, building other potential like businesses in the past. And so they all have kind of their own set of skills and experiences. And so they can bring that into the group and share advice that, you know, when you get together with one or two or three other people, like it's incredible how ideas just come that would never be able to be birthed on your own. Like if you're just trying to like brainstorm on your own, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know if you've ever done like a brain dump. I know it's super helpful. I love, I love doing brain dumps, but um, if you do it with someone else, like it's so much more powerful because then they can yeah. share their experience and from their perspective on what they see. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when you're so in your own business, you don't see opportunities or you don't see things because you're so in it, you're in the weeds. Yes. Yep. So you don't see the opportunities that are kind of like all around you. This episode is sponsored by The Visionary Method. The Visionary Method is a seven-step system that's going to help you create and launch your business successfully. We've had 200 people go through it, and it's going to help you to generate your first 50000 in revenue, even if you're starting at zero. You can learn more at www.kelseyridle.com tvm. And so what have you either experienced personally as a result of a mastermind or is there any like success or just really neat outcome of the mastermind that you've curated? I'm just curious. Is there anything that jumps out as like that was an epic outcome of a mastermind? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool because there's been people that have been a part of our mastermind for we, we launched it a couple of years ago. And there's been people who have been with us for since we launched. And it's so cool to hear just like the success stories of what they've been able to do, whether it been like build their team, um, double and triple their sales. Like it's just so cool. Move into like bigger, um, spaces where they have more, more space for their products and services and like expanding their teams. It's just incredible. And it's cool because we share wins And every single call we share wins of the week. And it's so neat to see how other people's wins inspire everybody. It's like, oh my goodness, like that is so exciting. And one thing I think on entrepreneurship we don't do enough is celebrate our wins and share our wins because everything's happening so quickly. And so we don't take time to really be like, whoa, I've come so far from where I was, you know, whether it be through months ago, six months ago, a year ago. And when we can actually talk about those wins and share them, it actually creates the catalyst for even more wins because Mm -hmm. we're like, Oh, okay. That actually was. And we actually feel better. And we have like, you know, dopamine and all the scientific things that I don't know how to explain or know about, but like something happens where we feel really good and we feel really excited. And that actually inspires us to take more positive action that results in more success. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a huge thing. That's not like necessarily like a super tangible thing. Um, But I think that has been the biggest thing that I've seen is a lot of times, like at the end of the year, we'll do kind of like a year recap for people who've been in the mastermind. And a lot of people say like, I had no idea how far I could come within a year. And being able to have those check-ins of like knowing the progress that I've made within that time is so powerful. 
Yeah. And I've had similar experiences too. Like when other people share their wins, I just am like, oh yeah, like I have something to share or it oftentimes will just things, right? motivate me. Even if I'm having a day where I'm like, I just want to be off camera or I don't have anything to share. At least just being in that energy of winning people and you know, the other entrepreneurs who are in momentum on that day, it just like helps me to get back in my groove or get my headspace cleared out and be like, oh yeah, like I am motivated. I'm just having a day where I just needed to listen today. Maybe mm-hmm. not share my own, but I needed to kind of soak in by osmosis everybody else's energy. So yeah, it's super and powerful. I will say, yeah. And I will say too, sometimes people will come to the call and they're just like, I don't know if I have a win to share. Like that's yeah. just the reality of like, sometimes they've had a really rough week and that's okay. And that's okay. But you know, often they'll say like, you know, I don't think I have a win. And then they'll say, you know what? My win is that I'm like, I'm here. Yes. I'm here. I showed up today and, you know, and I think it's so, it's so good. Like, I think it's so healthy to also see like the seasons that people go through in their business. It's not always huge, massive wins and, you know, sunshine and butterflies, like business can be really, really hard. But the fact that like, I, I just want to encourage any, everyone is that no matter where you're at in your business, like find some sort of like a coach, a community to be a part of whatever that is for you, because it's so important to realize that other people are having very similar challenges and other people are there and they want to, they want to share that space with you and they want to support you. And I think it's really cool to be in an a community of entrepreneurs that are all supporting one another and that aren't jealous of each other's success, but just inspired by it and like cheering, like truly cheering each other on, not just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's great. But like, I wish that was happening in my business. You can see the joy that other people have when other people share their wins and it's super genuine. Mm-hmm. It is truly awesome. Now to pivot a little bit, I know you became a mom last year. <laughs> so I'm curious yeah. how has running your business evolved since becoming a mother? Like what have been some of the biggest changes or realizations or shifts that you've had to make? Oh, okay. So many things. Um, I actually was just talking about this. We had our, we had a mastermind call today and we were just chatting about this on the call. But I think for me, a big thing has been, first of all, my time is so much more limited and valuable. (laughs) Um, now that I'm a mom and I find that I am able to get so much more done in less time because I have to, there's no choice. And so, uh, I was mentioning to you when, before we got on the call is that I used to work, you know, I used to work probably like 40 to 50 hours a week. Um, and now I work three half days. That's like my my solid time. And then there's some, there's some Thursdays where we have a half day. And then I work when my daughter naps and, and that's the reality of it is that I just don't have as much time as I did before. And so one, it allows me to be so much more efficient and effective in the time that I do have. And two, a huge benefit that I don't think a lot of people talk about is that I really don't care about a lot of the things that I cared about before (laughs) that seemed so important to me. Like before I had my daughter, like how people viewed our business and da, 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 like all these little anxieties that I would have because I just had time 
to stew and to be anxious and like all that (laughs) stuff. And now like the little things that happen that are not ideal, I'm like, "Eh, whatever. Like, you know, this didn't get out in time. That's okay. It's going to go tomorrow. Like it's just, there's so much more um, flexibility that I feel like I have. And I'm so much less, I guess, rigid in my, not only in my business, but in my thought process. And it's allowed me to let go of a lot of things and have way better boundaries on my time. It forces you to have really good boundaries. So that's Mm -hmm. been really, really good too. Yeah. That seems like a very positive shift too, to like drop the things that really don't matter at the end of the day and to have boundaries around like, okay, I only have two hours to get this done. Let me work effectively versus being distracted a million different ways. And yeah, it seems like you've been able to slowly figure it out. So I'm sure there's still challenges in balancing Mm -hmm. it all, but are you enjoying the balance of motherhood and entrepreneurship or does it sometimes feel like you can never quite get the perfect balance between the two? Yeah, it's such a good question. I think sometimes I feel really good about it. And sometimes I'm like, oh man, this is, this is really tough. Like there's days where it'll feel really good. And I'm like, man, I'm killing it. Like, this is great. And then there's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I, like, I hardly got (laughs) anything done today because all these things happened and there's things that are, we, we, we can't control, like, you know, um, things fall through with care for Rosie or whatever that is. And it's something that I can't control. And so I'm like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? And, um, and, and how can I potentially let some things go? And I think the biggest thing that has really helped me is prioritizing the things that are most important and then letting go of the things that are not. Um, and, uh, also just being super, I mean, I'm really lucky because I'm in a community where people are really understanding because a lot of the people that I work with are women most, well, pretty much everyone actually. Um, and so they understand, like they, they get it, whether or not they have kids or not, they are empathetic. And so I think that has helped so much to just surrounding myself with people who understand and are supportive is really important to me. Yeah. Love that. And so what do you have coming up? Where are all the places that we can find you guys plug into your courses, masterminds? What if somebody wants to get more involved in business babes or learn more about you uh, on a personal level? Yeah, thank you. So you can find me on Instagram at Danny living life, Danny with an I, and that's, you know, I share business stuff, but I also share motherhood stuff. And then our business account is business babes co. And that's a lot about our podcast and then the different things. And we host events as well. Um, but you can find all the information also on our website at businessbabescollective.com. And we have a free workshop there. So if you just go businessbabescollective.com slash workshop, we have a workshop all about collaborations and partnerships and all that good stuff. Amazing. I'm excited to dig oh, into and all the of podcast. that. Too. Did I mention that? I totally forgot the podcast. I always nope, forget that. I'm like, I've been doing this for a long time, but it's Business Babes Collective. That's it. <laughs> so it's the same awesome. Name. And I see you have a lot of binge worthy content on the podcast. So I think there's lots of stuff that I'm going to queue up for my walk later. So this has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story. It was a pleasure being on your podcast as well. And I just love the angle that you put on stream 
strategic collaborations and relationship building and partnerships. And um, although it's something that may not feel natural to all of us, you are the example that it doesn't have to be so scary, right? Look at the person Mm -hmm. that you want to connect with and whether you ask them out for coffee or invite them on your show or to do some sort of exchange, like just make sure that you put out a good energy. Don't fear rejection. And yeah, I love your approach to it. So thank you so much for sharing on that topic. And we wish you all of the best. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Visionary Life. I love bringing you these conversations on a weekly basis. So it would mean so much to me if you could help me out by rating and reviewing the show in your iTunes app. You can also support the show by taking a quick screenshot of the episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Kelsey Rydell. I'll catch you in the next episode. P.S. Whenever you're ready, there's a couple of ways that I can support you. So first thing, if you're ready to make your first or next $50,000 in business, explore how the Visionary Method Business Coaching Experience can accelerate your growth. There'll be a link in the show notes. Also, if you're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed when it comes to starting an online business, reach out and book a free revision call with me. I'll offer you customized recommendations on how to get unstuck so you can live a life filled with joy, happiness, and fulfillment.